so um, i'm going to just start by speaking a little bit uh, uh, from where you left and maybe try to get a context around you know the, this whole idea of conscious business right and then we can maybe have you know if if you have question answers and if people have opinions and more to add you can add and everybody can add to it see i'll i'll talk from my own my own journey right so i used to run a uh, i i have uh, started and managed two businesses and uh, one was called madhouse which was my first startup and second was morpheus which was the the accelerator as such and and at some point um during my journey of my second business i basically got introduced to towards to a certain journey where i started to understand who am i basically why do i do the kind of actions i am doing and what is the larger impact of or deeper impact of my actions where are my actions originating from where are my actions leading to right so so basically just to just to repeat the same thing so you know in till the till the age of 35 um, and i started my startup journey at the age of 26 27 so uh, the actions were coming from me almost like an automatic action and the actions were guided by my own understanding is what is the right action and what do i want to achieve from this action right so for me personally what i wanted to achieve was not so much to do with money but i wanted to do good work i wanted to learn i wanted to uh, be excited about what i wanted to do uh, every day so that was the basically kind of a limited framework within which i was operating and and when i um, you know when i got through certain circumstances i got started on a on a on a inner journey and um, and that started kind of widening the framework on both sides so i started going deeper into what is the source of my action why do i do what i do right to so trying to find which which is basically almost was a process of knowing myself slightly slightly deeply and i started to observe the deeper actions deeper results of my own actions right and since i was running a startup accelerator what i realized was i mean at a at a certain level my interest was to help other entrepreneurs you know from with my experience so i wanted to be helpful and obviously financially charge them a certain equity uh, you know which would which would pay for my own services and in that sense my my always my yardstick used to be that whatever you charge somebody what you give back should be multiple x of the same thing so that what they receive from you the value is always higher than what they give to you right so uh, but but what i started realizing as i went deeper into this process was a in most cases the people who we were helping to do startups were the 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 bigger the startups became the more power it came 
the more power came to them right like for example you look at some of the big companies today like ola and uber or zomato or swiggy if you if you really trace their history they started as companies new people new companies new concepts trying to get customers on board trying to get partners on board people who can deliver the services right at that time they had an idea they did not have the power they did not have so much money but as the power accumulated in their hands the behavior which became obvious which i had not predicted because many of these companies we also help start many of this kind of startups right what i started see, what i started observing see because earlier i was thinking my action is limited to helping somebody get started and i did not bother to notice what happened after that but as i started looking at 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 a at a deeper impact i saw that these same startups as they grew bigger as they grew more powerful became vehicles of exploitation of people in the ecosystem who were not as powerful as the company was right and as i thought deeply about that why is that happening it it became clear to me that somewhere within the founder or the founding team or the investors the priority was to give themselves preference so in in sanskrit we use the word swayam kalyan so their motive always was to see how can they become more powerful how can they become more rich how can they become more famous how can they control like you know human ego wants to control larger and larger territories and they had all justifications to why is it important in the name of profits to exploit people right and then as i expanded my lens even larger i found out that actually almost all large corporates behave in the same way the bigger they become the larger they become the more power they have the more they will exploit the people who are under them in that whole ecosystem and as i became aware of that i realized that i mean you know i said i do not want to be part of such a such a system where i am participating in creation of businesses and processes which are leading to exploitation of people and for about one year i i i spent time talking to all these businesses trying to make them aware of the deeper impact which they are having but you know most of them could not did not want to see what i was trying to show them because they were all interested in their the limited framework in which they were operating which basically meant how much money i am making what is my company valued at what is my profit and all these parameters which they felt important were parameters which the society feels are important so they were simply trying to reflect uh, what is the socially accepted norm it's not something they had come up with their own thing so nobody you know i mean we can't blame anybody because everybody was just trying to do what the society has is is saying is the right thing to do right but what i realized was when personally for me i was also somewhere in the same um, same limited framework just that my as i said my motivation was not lot of money but my motivation was more an impact on on people who i work with and the impact on myself in terms of learning right so as i expanded i learned more and i realized that i was impacting things in not a very desirable way so i started to discuss with them but as i i, I realized that most of them were still stuck into the popular notion so i uh, could not be part of those startups anymore because i did not want to participate in such journey so but interestingly this all this realization came at a point where in terms of our uh, my ventures popularity and its acceptance we were probably at the peak 
you know like when we started in 2008 there were a lot of doubts people were saying you are trying to do acceleration you know it will not work how will you work with 10 starts at a time you know all the all kind of doubts were there so in the first 3 to 4 years all those doubts went away and as more and more company portfolio started to show you know financial success more and more people and more and more money wanted to work with us and this was exactly the point you know it became clear to me and at that point basically we actually decided to and obviously i spent a year trying to see that can i spread this clarity to to the startups i work with and i realized over a year that basically i was trying to teach them something which which they did not they were not ready for maybe i was trying to almost convert people to the understanding which had come to me uh, naturally and i was personally looking for it so to me the only thing i could do was to withdraw from that that whole ecosystem right so to so basically one of the ways i think about conscious business is somebody conscious business can be done by somebody who has spent time with himself or herself trying to expand a framework of their own understanding right and this framework has two parts one where is my action originating from how deep can i go and and see the origin of my own action because in many cases we realize that our actions are itself rooted in a certain interest a certain self interest of of our own certain conditionings which we have been uh, which we have been trained in right and then obviously what is the impact of my action going forward right so if a conscious business is being run it will be run by somebody who can who can see impacts you know to a long run and then they can see would they like to have this impact or not right but it it cannot be done i mean to expand this framework we have to give up on our fears uh, you know basically if you look at the system which we are part of the education the media everything influences in into us to basically the education today or in the past is very disempowering right so basically it makes everybody feel that you are not good enough that you need to do a lot more to become better right so there is a lot of insecurity which is rooted in people's hearts same through media same through religion so when somebody is insecure it's very easy to get them into convince them to compete right so competition for a insecure person competition becomes you know the the, the natural behavior right taking from another's plate so basically you are a natural you become a natural taker wherever you have an opportunity you try to take an advantage of it without even thinking of, like you basically think okay what benefit i am getting out of it and that becomes the only basis of action right what is happening to the other person that is none of our concern and that's little bit to the point of which pradeep was making that how people seem to take advantage of situations because because you know they simply are takers right similarly so you compete you take but think of a person who is not insecure who is very secure in his own being he is not fearful that person is naturally going to be a giver right so his whole attitude of life would be a feeling of abundance so when i feel there is abundance in life then i don't mind giving it to somebody and my attitude is collaboration because on one side i want to behave in the best possible manner for my own growth at the same time i feel that i need to also empower other people uh, for their growth so i think conscious business is is something which starts from this this state of being where we have an expanded understanding of where my action arises from 
and what what exactly is the deeper impact of my action and when i can see that action if that action is not coming from the right source or not having the right impact i will automatically start correcting it it's a process so basically once we expand our understanding our action automatically changes right because my my action of today is a direct result of my current understanding and if my current understanding is that i'm insecure that i'm incomplete that i need to have more then obviously i will do actions of a taker but if my understanding is i am secure i am complete i am connected to the whole universe then my my actions will automatically be of a giver of a collaborator of somebody whose influence is liberative on others not oppressive right so i mean you can you can look at many brands of today you know they people you know i mean you, you ultimately the influences are oppressive in nature and 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 then they have to resort to things like monopolization and things like that so that people cannot even you know i mean look at look, for example you know look at the airline industry in india i mean most travelers have one or two or more more instances where they are very angry with the airline industry because either their flight got delayed and they were not given compensation or too much money was deduct- deducted when they cancel their ticket or too much money was charged for a seat or for extra baggage now even though i am angry at the airline industry but because the airlines have come together and created a monopolized cartel i am not even given a choice like i don't have a choice i can i mean i will not start taking a train where i need but i am being forced into so basically what is the industry's whole influence has become very oppressive to me instead of being liberative and 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 you know i mean you know when you run a business you don't i mean the primary thing which you earn is not really the money it's really the goodwill and the ashirwad of people who who will feel happy when they receive something beautiful from you and then in response right from their heart there's some nice energy which goes towards you that's something which will make you healthy and wealthy and prosperous but at the same time if you are going to be a oppressive company which is going to be able to take money from people's pocket but end of the day people will people will send certain bad energy towards you right instead of ashirwad they will send you shrap then that energy is something something can do something lots of things i mean you may have a lot of money but you may still not be able to sleep at night so i i'm going to stop here i don't know if it makes sense what i said so we can get some feedback uh, you know maybe some questions yeah thanks thanks sumir so uh, i have one question from urvi but before that i would like to ask my own question that came from uh, when you said that uh, you stopped helping those startups uh, because you realized that uh, that the end impact is not uh, as w- what you were expecting or what it should be so my question is like even if you will not help them grow or kind of startups uh, are growing today so someone else will come and they will help them grow so is this uh, not our responsibility or your responsibility to work in that way because you you said that you stopped helping them but they are still growing they are doing the same kind of work so where our responsibility stops in that case see uh, what you had to understand is you know uh, and, and you are aware of that that basically morpheus uh, had almost participated in in creation of the startup ecosystem in india so we had put in a lot of energy um which had then transformed into you know a, a kind of a force in the ecosystem so my first 
instinctive action also was to not run away but to go back to the startups and talk to them if they would like to see things in a different way and i spent as i said i spent almost a year trying to do that uh, having individual discussions with the startups having retreats with my own mentor partho about this topic and what what i realized was that this journey of where we feel like questioning all our all our beliefs in life and expanding our understanding is inner journey that can only bring about a change in the mindset of people and that inner journey is not something which 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 can be which i could argue and convince people on it is something which naturally happens to people over their own course of life right so i was probably trying to be almost like an activist trying to promote a certain idea and forcefully almost forcefully convert people into my own beliefs so i realized that this is not the right way and also i mean i really did not stop helping but i stopped participating in their current form of their journeys right i am still friends with most of them and interestingly many of them i mean it's been 4 5 years since i since i quit morpheus but over the last 5 years many of the our startup entrepreneurs have gotten in touch with me at a point where they started to realize that they wanted to also move to a to a greater understanding and they started to see things kind of in a way similar to what i was seeing when that happened i am the first person they called right so basically what i am saying is this this shift in approach from doing businesses in a way see obviously first of all you have to understand the businesses can only be built by people who are who are excellent high energy high quality people right because building a business is a, is quite a challenging task right so so basically these are people who had lots of energy lots of skill lots of power to do they were very innovative very creative people but so far they were driven by a feeling of being insecure a feeling of being incomplete and hence they were trying to follow the system of the society and trying to achieve the milestones which the society says are the right milestones to achieve in order to prove themselves to be secure to be the to be complete but what happens in the current society is no matter what you achieve you still feel incomplete right why do you think uh, dhirubhai ambani or a uh, bill gates wants to still achieve more still wants to exploit more people the reason is that once you once you have this established quality of greed within you it can never be fulfilled right but it is possible that some people along this journey will will also start to question what are they doing where is their action coming from what is it doing to the world and in that questioning they will once they want to broaden their framework they may then get in touch with people who they think can can help them that's what, that's what i did personally that when i wanted to initiate my own journey of questioning i did not know how to get started right but i was lucky enough to be part of a community of such people where there were some beautiful mentors so i reached out to them and they were the ones who helped me helped me go deeper into my own understanding and as my understanding became broader i started to see things more clearly and once i started to see things clearly that 
what action i am doing is not really doing good to the world i had no choice but to withdraw that action you cannot see that your action is harming somebody and still continue with it right so i think i mean one of the thing we did was i withdrew my own energy from the ecosystem of of let's say businesses based on insecurity right and and i came out with a resolve that i would like to help people who want to build businesses in a different way right and over a period of last 6 years um, you know it's a very i mean obviously there are not too many people who want to look at businesses in, in this manner but i think that change is happening in human consciousness very rapidly so today i can say that easily i am involved with probably 30 to 40 businesses which are businesses which are day to day businesses but but being created and done from a much more secure much more spiritual place rather than a place of insecurity and these businesses are by default these people are not into too much of pr and too much of trying to show themselves as as popular so they are mostly known only to the people who they serve or who they work with but that change is happening at least and i am also learning a lot but this whole field of conscious business is a very evolving field so we'll see how it evolves we need more people to to take it on to participate but i think as a theme it's really catching on like i recently one of my friend was in silicon valley in in san jose and uh, you know he he went to an event which was organized by a leading venture capitalist on the theme of conscious business so the theme is catching on i think i personally see that the most respected businesses of the future will be businesses who behave responsibly who behave consciously and they will be the one who will create the most amount of innovation thanks amir thanks so urvi is asking uh, uh, when you said about competition that being in that kind of atmosphere or surrounded by that kind of company how he realized that they are doing wrong change his own path so i think uh, urvi wants to ask like uh, if we are uh, uh if like if everyone is behaving in that way then how we can find how we can realize that uh, what is wrong what is right uh, correct See, me if i am uh, wrong or we yeah sameer you can continue please see basically it's a, it's really the question of uh, what are the parameters which we are looking at to be satisfied with the result of our action so for me because my direct business was to help people get started and build a business one of the direct parameter was that after a year of us working with a company how many companies have have come to life that because in the first one year many companies tend to shut down because it's a difficult task to do so one of our parameter was how many companies are we able to help get started how many founders are we able to help grow up into become mature ceos who are able to raise money run a profitable business build a proper product and are able to deliver a service so as long as my dashboard was limited to this data right i thought we were doing quite well because morpheus had a had a survival rate of 50% plus so 50% plus companies which started as part of our portfolio were able to either raise more money and then grow or become profitable by themselves so for some reason so they become long term businesses basically 
right which is in the vc industry is a very 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 healthy rate of growth and people used to congratulate us on that and and you know and also we saw the founders who we worked directly with were able to grow and they were able to face challenges on their own they were able to help each other in building businesses so that is what that's where we were limited at we did not you know even though we probably were exposed to their company cultures what is happening to their customers but somehow we never paid attention to that right so my my conclusion that i was satisfied with my action was based on a limited set of information which i was looking at as i started to expand myself inwardly automatically my my view expanded i started to see deeper and deeper layers so i started to observe what were these companies how were they treating their employees how were they treating their customers right what kind of marketing are they doing are they lying in their campaigns are they trying to trap customers are they trying to empower customers and when i <coughs> and i saw all kind of varied uh, varied uh, results but one pattern which emerged to me was the bigger the valuation the bigger the image of the company the more powerful the company was the more their actions were skewed toward their own interests and the more they tried to disempower their employees their teams the more they tried to use all kind of unethical means to to convince customers to buy from them so the whole and then, and when i started to talk to them and i listen carefully i realized that this is this is something which the founders are completely convinced about that this is the only way to build build a company right where we where basically we take advantage of every situation where we can so and i became aware of this same pattern company after company and and when most case company which are which are vc funded right so now because i had a larger dashboard i was i was seeing many more data points suddenly the dashboard started to look red to me right and then i also started to look at see basically if you see there is a life cycle of a company company gets born and then it struggles to survive and then it then it starts to grow right and then eventually it becomes larger and larger and larger corporation right so basically in our portfolio we had companies maybe at that time maybe 4 year old 5 year old right so i started to expand my horizon even further to understand what are the companies which are 10 year old 15 year old 20 year old 50 year old what are they doing to the planet earth what are they doing to the human society and so i started to study and and you know if you do that thing you will find that a lot of data lot of information online that the companies which are the most rich and the most powerful treat their customers in the in the in the worst way and they treat their employees in the worst way right and they keep creating innovative interesting manipulative marketing campaigns which keep the customers trapped i mean you know if you think about coke as a company for example see when you talk about conscious businesses a conscious business person a conscious business does does not lie in their marketing they will speak the truth about their product right if i'm going to speak the truth i have to have a product which will benefit the customer right now if you start thinking if coke starts to speak the truth about what they put in their product and what what impact it has it will shut down tomorrow right in 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 i don't know how many of you know this in in, in the the, the um, in, in america 
Coke wants to like they look at their market share from the number of glasses of water which the person has to drink per day. How many of that can we convert it to Coke? Okay, they say if the doctor is saying you need to drink so many liters of water, what percentage of that is Coke? Right, and then they have created this whole system of belief in America where people believe that you have to drink so much water every day. Water is boring, so why not drink flavored water? At least it will make your drinking interesting. So when people in America feel thirsty, they open the fridge and they take out Coke. When they eat their food, they don't get a glass of water. They, get, they always get a glass of Coke. I mean, I it just recently, uh, you know, one of my friends, she used to be a doctor in America. And she said, we used to deal with so many patients, especially from, from low income group, Mexicans and stuff. And they would be suffering so much because they were drinking Coke. And when we would ask them, to stop drinking coke, they would look at our face and say, what are you talking? I mean, you know, almost like you're telling them to stop drinking water. So these companies, you know, they and, and you know, I mean, uh, some of you may be aware of this guy called Warren Buffet, he's the world's richest man for many years. He's the largest shareholder in coke. And they promote this kind of understanding publicly, right? Claiming to that coke is something which is completely okay, just like water. And you know, which is completely anti of com so what is happening to people, right? So basically, so I could also kind of extrapolate and see that companies which are working with me, which are at at the age four to five years, are are kind of becoming exploitative. They would become much more exploitative as they go in the future, right? And I could see that wherever their company is today, it is partly because I I I I contributed my energy into their journey, right? So I did not want to contribute my my more energy into into such journey, right? Basically, I realized that Morpheus was nothing but a factory of creating future monsters. Right now, I mean, the ones who had, you know, as you said, the ones who were born and already out of the door, they would do what they have to do, right? But at least we did not want to continue to do that. So it's basically just. And if I, if one slows down and one looks really looks closely on where are my actions coming from, can I understand the truth of my own action and where is my action leading to? I think that understanding, if you honestly look and expands, it will automatically make you a more conscious person and a more conscious business person. Very interesting insights, Sameer. So Rajan has this question. Uh, I have question about insecurity. I pay gratitude in every aspect of life and feel abundance, but still some insecurity comes into my mind somehow and mm. vanishes all the positivity. How to overcome that insecurity to excel in business and in life as well? See, um, uh, Rajan, that's a, that's a very good question and very important for all of us because each one of us has insecurities. So first of all, you should know that you know it's, it's, we are not the only one. You know, all of us have insecurities, which which obviously block our energies at, at various levels. So, so basically, see the fundamental method. Uh, I can give you like a broader understanding of insecurity. Where does it come from? Where to resolve? But to address it in yourself, you will need to customize and apply that whole thing to, into your own situation. Where you start a process. See, the insecurity is like a psychological state, right? So 
at some point you are not insecure and then you suddenly <coughs> realize that you have become insecure okay so by default we are living a very kind of a shallow life and uh, where all our attention is only focused on things outside of us right if we can make a small change where while acting and doing any action we also want to know what is happening in my own mind so can i become an observer of how things happen and how things change in my own mind right so then slowly and slowly you will become aware of what are those triggers what are those situations which make you insecure right and as you become aware of those trigger and situation you will realize that that you know there are certain situations which have happened in your past which which were let's say very difficult and very traumatic and and you you wished at that time that this doesn't happen again right so if any situation which comes in the future which even looks a little bit like that old situation suddenly we go into panic right so you know to give you an example uh, from my own life that basically uh, from uh, about 2004 i used to work in the us as a software programmer and i was visiting india for my brother's wedding okay and i had traveled to the us and many more countries i had never had any problem no issue with my visa my record was totally clean so i had to go to renew my visa to the visa consulate and i was very confident and and guess what happens my visa gets cancelled so basically for whatever random reason the the person at the consulate decided to not give me a visa so that meant that i could not go back to the us where we had a home where we had a car where we had the full thing and 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 suddenly we were forced so we were very helpless so about a month of the time was very traumatic in nature right because i felt so helpless that i had a great job in the us i loved being in san francisco i wanted to stay for one more year but suddenly this force stopped me right and 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 i you know and that was a big trauma but of course you know time is a great healer so within a month or so uh, we basically moved out of that that trauma and interestingly that visa cancellation is what led me to become an entrepreneur which led to a situation where i chose to become an entrepreneur and i realized that was something which was really close to my heart so at some point i started to look at that visa cancellation as actually a very positive impact in my life because it it sent me into a direction of doing something which i really loved and then for the last 14 years i was working in india i did not have you know opportunity or even money to go go travel abroad and and but that fear you know the visa rejection trauma was there somewhere within me but it really got buried down and you know even though i've been on this so called spiritual conscious journey for last 6 years right in the last in last october one of my friend invited me to speak at a conference in in scotland and and i said yes but the moment i said yes something in me knew that i have to go apply for a visa of the uk and that fear of being rejected of visa suddenly came up and i saw myself you know so insecure you know insecurity is like where you can feel very shrunk and you know a certain physical feeling uh, within you that the thoughts are moving and i and i said wow i mean you know like i didn't i didn't know this i thought that i am growing very strong very conscious and i'm i'm dealing with all my fears but guess what this situation had not come up in the 14 years 
and even though i'm 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 going for a different purpose i'm not going to the same country but that visa of a western country believe me it took me 3 to 4 year 3 to 4 days even open the website to read about the visa guidelines right and then it took me almost a month to fill up the application because as i would be filling up my answers in the application somewhere this fear will come and grip me right so one of the but one of the tools i have developed psychological tool is to become a very acute observer of my own psychological state right and and i started to see i could see exactly when i become disturbed and i also realized that if i continue to act if i am disturbed then whatever action i am doing my expression itself is disturbed right so so the trick which i use personally and you can try also is that if you can first start observing yourself then you will know there are times when you are totally calm and composed and then your action is also calm and composed and correct and there are times when something will come and disturb you so you are in a disturbed state and then all your action becomes also disturbed so it is not a good idea to continue to act when we are disturbed what would be good is to pause whatever activity you are part of and take a break go into some kind of space of your own and do something to calm yourself like like for me sometimes if i am um, you know if i am disturbed sometimes i will go listen to a certain kind of music maybe i will go have a cup of coffee maybe i will simply sit silently and breathe maybe i will read a certain book you know everybody has to figure out what soothes them down right and once i i know that i am no longer disturbed then i tend to go back and deal with exactly the situation which was disturbing me because the idea is not to run away from which makes you insecure right if you run away from thing that the thing becomes every time you run away from a situation the situation becomes more powerful right but every time you can go back become calm and then deal with the situation calmly you become more strong right so for me whenever i would feel i was disturbed while filing my visa application i would i would withdraw i would go back calm myself 10 minutes 15 minutes come back and then you know while i was filling the application the question came has your visa ever been rejected and i'm like oh shit <laughs> you know i thought maybe that is a uk visa this is us us and uk you know and now there and then i had to write the whole story and then again but because i was calm i was to write exactly what the situation was and it was not my fault it was a company they had a problem with the process of the company and it was not a judgment on me so i wrote that i showed it to nandini my partner and finished that and then i submitted the application then i went to the visa interview and and you know and i i mean but the, but that fear was still there somewhere in the in the in the bottom i was aware that there is that insecurity but because i was calm sometime without even quitting the situation i was able to just kind of not let it influence my action and then visa interview you know i mean my visa i i used to and then the visa came actually and then i went uh, took the flight and then i was at the immigration entering uh, into the country then again my fear came you know what if they reject me at the immigration and then finally i i went to went to uk and i was like wow what a relief right but it was like a process of 3 months i was you know this fear was kind of living in me because the situation was there but that was the best time for me to look at it and to cure it right and as i went through this once you know this whole issue for me became much more smaller issue because after that i have had i have made one more trip to the uk 
and and you know i i didn't feel any of this thing right so basically whatever insecurities we have are part of some past strong negative past experience which we had sometimes we can be aware of that experience like in my case because it happened in my adulthood many times you may not be able to become aware because these are experiences which are which happened to you maybe when you were younger than 8 years or 9 years right but in each case you can look at that look at that thing happening within you watch it become aware understand it and slowly deal with it 